0: Throughout this series, we've been following the life of the Apostle Paul. We've seen him testify to the Lord Jesus Christ, what he had done in Paul's life, and that he uh, had brought salvation to not only the people of Israel, but really to all people. We've seen the Apostle Paul journey throughout the Mediterranean world, We've seen him write letters to the various churches, even some from prison, while he was in Rome, where we saw him last at the end of Acts chapter 28. In today's session, we want to talk about what possibly happened to the Apostle Paul after his first Roman imprisonment leading up to the end of his life. And so let's pray as we begin our segment today. Our Father in heaven, we do thank you for uh, the life of Paul, for his faithful witness to the Lord Jesus Christ. There were many times when the easiest thing for him would have been to uh, walk away from his circumstances or his situations. But he chose Uh, the path that was of faithful testimony to Jesus even when it brought him under uh, persecution and hardship and ultimately suffering and death. As we examine this final course of his life, we pray that our hearts would be encouraged as we hear about uh, the Apostle Paul and his faithfulness to the Lord Jesus even until the end. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we don't have one particular passage that we can turn to that talks about the end of Paul's life. Uh, Scripture is not crystal clear on the events leading up to the end of Paul's life, and yet several things can be ascertained about the life of Paul after the conclusion of the book of Acts from the letters that Paul wrote, particularly three letters, the letters of 1st and 2nd Timothy and his letter to Titus. And so we're going to try to play Bible detective a little bit here and trace out what happened to Paul in his later years. First of all, while he is in prison in Rome, and that's where we leave him at the end of the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 28, uh, verses 30 and 31, it tells us that he was there for some time. Paul spent about two years there in prison in Rome. Acts 28, 30 and 31, this is what it says. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Now, Paul would have been chained to a Roman guard during that time, but otherwise he was fairly free, free to receive visitors and guests, free to uh, write letters, which were the prison epistles that we just spent several sessions looking at. Uh, And so there was relative freedom for that two-year period, awaiting trial before Caesar, and yet he was not permitted to leave Rome, and there were other things that he was not allowed to do during that time. Several of his friends are said to be in prison with him at points throughout this period. So Colossians chapter 4 and verse 10 speaks of Aristarchus as Paul's fellow prisoner at this time, and Epaphras, who was so instrumental in starting the church at Colossae, uh, was a fellow prisoner, according to Philemon, verse 23. We also know that Timothy, Tychicus, Epaphroditus, Onesimus, Mark, Luke, and Demas were all guests of Paul at various times throughout his imprisonment in Rome in this period. Now, this is most likely during uh, the period from AD 60 to AD 62. We know that Paul wrote at least four letters during this period, Ephesians, Colossians, Philemon, and Philippians. We've spent several sessions looking at each of these letters in turn. We also know that near the end of this period, Paul was anticipating that he would be released from captivity. There are a couple passages, particularly in Philippians, that demonstrate this for us. Philippians 1.19, Paul says, For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance. In chapter 2 and verses 23 and 24, Paul writes, I hope therefore to send him, that is Timothy, just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that that shortly I myself will come also. So there was an expectation that Paul had that he would probably be released from prison I think that was based on, as we've already studied, the fact that he really there really wasn't any good reason for him to be in prison in the first place at this time. It was all hearsay. The Jews had said that he had uh, created this riot within the temple courts in Jerusalem, but they had no proof and no evidence, and I'm sure when he stood before Caesar, the case would have been just very simply dismissed. Paul, however, wanted to have an audience before the most powerful man in the world of that time uh, as an opportunity to share the gospel with him. Paul sent Timothy to Philippi uh, during this period. This is according to Philippians 2 and verse 19. And then from Philippi, Timothy probably went on from there to the city of Ephesus, as can be seen by 1 Timothy uh, chapter 1 and verse 3. So Paul was most likely released from prison in Rome after that first two-year period or so, and after that was able to have a ministry throughout the Mediterranean world once again. He would have been able to revisit some of the churches in Greece and Asia Minor that had been he had been such an important part of starting and developing. Now, from this point, our reconstruction of Paul's life becomes mainly speculative. The witness of the early church and the indication from the pastoral epistles, First and 2 Timothy and Titus, give us the impression that Paul was released and had further ministry in the Aegean world. There are events that Paul alludes to in those letters that don't fit very well with events in the book of Acts, and so it seems like he had a period of release. Well, Paul likely wrote the letter of 1 Timothy, which was written to Timothy, who was stationed at Ephesus, according to 1 Timothy 1.3, and Paul probably wrote it from somewhere in Macedonia, maybe Philippi. Uh, Having expressed his intention to visit the Philippians in his letter to the Philippians, it would make sense that he, if if released, had traveled to Macedonia and was visiting at the city of Philippi. His intention, according to 1 Timothy 1.3, was to return to Ephesus um, and spend some time there. And this can also be seen in 1 Timothy 3.14. Paul may have had opportunity to make a trip to Spain during this period of release, but there's no firm evidence to support this claim. You'll remember when he wrote the letter to the Romans that he had expressed a desire to visit Spain and uh, perhaps plant a church or multiple churches there. But we don't have anything in the pastoral epistles his latter epistles, that uh, gives us firm evidence that he had actually made that trip. It is likely, however, that Paul visited the island of Crete in the Mediterranean at some point and left Titus there to minister according to his letter to Titus, chapter 1 and verse 5. Perhaps he then went back to Asia Minor and Macedonia, where he would have written his letter to Titus, uh, which was written from Nicopolis, which is on the western side of Greece, according to Titus, and he may have written this letter perhaps in the winter of AD 66. He likely then visited Corinth and Troas and Ephesus, according to evidence from 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 4.13 says, uh, When you come, Paul's writing to Timothy once again. This is the last letter that we have of the Apostle Paul. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas, also the books, and above all the parchments. And in 2 Timothy 1.15, Paul says, You are aware that all who are in Asia turned away from me, among whom are uh, Phygellus and Hermogenes. Paul was probably taken into custody somewhere in Asia Minor. So based on evidence from 2 Timothy, it's likely that after he had spent the winter at Nicopolis, he visited Corinth, and then crossed the Aegean to Troas before perhaps ending up in Ephesus, and maybe something happened at Ephesus that led to a second imprisonment for the Apostle Paul. Whatever the case, he likely boarded a ship for Rome at Miletus, leaving Trophimus there in his sickness, according to 2 Timothy 4.20. And so, having been imprisoned a second time, and really we have no idea why the Apostle Paul was imprisoned, other than to speculate it was probably on account of the ministry of the gospel. Paul was sent back to Rome, it seems, and at this time, Demas deserts Paul and goes to Thessalonica, according to 2 Timothy 4.10, and uh We also see the persecution of Christians now seems to be in full swing with Demas leaving. Uh, Cretans leaves Paul for Galatia, according to 2 Timothy 4.10. And even Titus, Titus goes to Dalmatia. Uh, It doesn't seem like this is a negative thing. Perhaps Paul had even sent him there. And Luke alone remained with Paul, according to 2 Timothy four. So at the end of his life, only Luke is left with him. Paul writes this final letter to Timothy asking him to come and see him and asking him to bring Mark as well. So Paul wrote this final letter. Maybe this was very close to his time of execution. This may have been in the uh, winter of AD 66 or AD 67. Paul was likely martyred in Rome, probably beheaded at the order of Emperor Nero, and this would have been perhaps in the spring of A.D. 67 or 68. The witness of church history uh, attests to this as well. There's uh, a letter from the early church period uh, from Clement of Rome in 1st Clement, and uh, First Clement five five says this of the Apostle Paul, By reason of jealousy and strife, Paul, by his example, pointed out the prize of patient endurance. After that, he had been seven times in bonds, he had been driven into exile, had been stoned, had preached in the East and in the West. He won the noble renown, which was the reward of his faith, having taught righteousness unto the whole world, and having reached the farthest bounds of the west. And when he had borne his testimony before the rulers, so he departed from the world, and went unto the holy place, having been found a notable pattern of patient endurance." And so the life of Paul comes to an end as the apostle is executed in Rome for his faithful witness to the Lord Jesus Christ. In our final sessions coming up, we will examine Paul's pastoral epistles and then look at a few lasting lessons from the faithful life of this apostle. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit Emmaus.edu slash